Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 983, Mastery is a Double-Edged Sword, and Cost of Living, both by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays, just like an audiobook, but free of charge, and mostly from blogs, but sometimes from books, and always with permission from the websites. That's super important, otherwise it would be copyright infringement. And a happy Monday to you. I hope your week is off to a great start if you're listening in real time. I have two posts for you today. Both are from Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. And he's touring next month. That's September 2018, if you're listening in the future. So check out his site for info about that. For now, let's get right to today's two posts as we optimize your life. Mastery is a double-edged sword by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. I spend at least an hour a day answering questions about my life and work. Travel, publishing, self-education, branding. The emails pile up, and I love that I'm able to share what I've learned with other people so easily. It's not uncommon to see someone who has achieved some degree of mastery or even just competence in a given field spending a good deal of their time answering questions. Work your way up any learning curve and you'll find that the ratio of people who can learn from you to the people who can teach you shifting precipitously. Before long, you spend most of your time teaching rather than learning. Of course, it's possible to learn while teaching. I find that sharing what I know with others increases my grasp of the fundamentals and even helps me derive new knowledge from old, as I have to explain what I already know in new ways and mentally put that information in new contexts as I do. This type of learning is different than applied study or research and that's looking at existing knowledge from a new angle rather than acquiring new knowledge. And this is where I take issue with mastery. All too often, with increased knowledge comes a decreased ability to ask questions. I believe the difficulty in asking questions as you learn more about a subject stems from two different issues. The first issue is that there are fewer people you can ask questions who have knowledge above your own. In other words, there are fewer people who possess knowledge or experience you do not, and therefore the number of resources available to you are fewer and further between. The second issue is one that would seem to be more easily solvable, but which is perhaps even more persnickety in that it's socially enforced. As our self-perception as experts increase, we're less likely to ask questions because we, number one, don't think it'll be beneficial due to the dwindling number of people in the world who might be able to answer with sophistication. And number two, asking questions seems to imply a lack of mastery, which in turn could negatively impact our self-perception as experts. 
The unfortunate result of this is that we end up with fewer high-level questions to ponder over and a greater number of experts who lack the rapid growth gained from external sources of knowledge and stimuli. There's a simple solution to this problem, but like so many simple solutions, it's actually more complex than it seems on the surface. By changing our perception of experts from where it is now, experts as people who know everything there is to know about a subject, to something more resistant to stagnation, experts as people who explore more voraciously and question even the most fundamental aspects of a topic, we'll end up with higher levels of accomplishment and healthier ideas about learning and growth. This change starts on an individual level. Ask questions boldly and frequently. If possible, ask as much or more than you answer. Because although it can be amazingly beneficial to share what you know with the world, it's even more valuable to ask questions that maintain the momentum of your own growth while encouraging others to find answers for themselves. Update, April 12th, 2017. I adhere to this concept today. I try to place more value on the ability to grow and learn and ask good questions above simply having a bunch of knowledge about whatever. Both are valuable, but the former helps with continued growth while the latter earns diminishing returns if focused on exclusively. Costs of Living by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com cost of living vary greatly depending on where you choose to live. Living in LA is very expensive. You can barely step out your front door without paying a Jackson for the privilege. Living in Calcutta is incredibly cheap. You can live in a huge apartment in one of the nicer complexes in one of the nicer buildings in the city for a fraction of what you pay for a run-down one-bedroom flat in Los Angeles. There's a spectrum of such costs. Living in Missouri is more expensive than living in India, for example but costs far less than shacking up in Los Angeles. But there's also a quality of life spectrum to take into consideration when deciding where to put down roots. There's a lot going on in a place like LA, plenty of culture and opportunity and work. There are millions of locals doing interesting things and the weather is perfect to an almost ridiculous degree. There are beaches. There are aesthetically beautiful people. Calcutta also has a lot going on, but it's on a very different part of the spectrum than Los Angeles. There's plenty of culture, but the quality of opportunity leaves something to be desired. The weather is atrocious and the infrastructure is dilapidated. It's an unhealthy feeling place with some wonderful people living in it. All costs, be they monetary, cultural, geographical, culinary, must be taken into account when deciding where to spend your time. The goal is to find a place that suits you and your needs, a home where the exchange rate of money for quality of life fits your capacity to earn and your desire for culture, business opportunities, security, and anything else that's important for your lifestyle. Be warned, the math of this equation can change over the years. For a very long time, I opted to spend gobs of money on rent and cope with big city difficulties because the trade-off was worthwhile for me and what I wanted for my life. But every year, I find myself with a greater appreciation for cities of around 100,000 people a place with a few universities and lots of creative locals. With fewer people, you have less variety, but thanks to the internet and connections I'm able to make while traveling, that is one downside that matters less with each passing day. On the other hand, I know many people who have iterated in the opposite direction. They always wanted the smaller town lifestyle, but came to enjoy the perks of living in a city with millions of people and residents. Your environment isn't the most important aspect of your life, but it is important. 
take the time to figure out what kind of place fits you best. Take some road trips or vacations overseas, outside the tourist circuit, and see what options are available. Changing where you spend your money makes all the difference in how much happiness and fulfillment you get for it. Update April 4th, 2017. As I write this update, I'm living in an apartment in Wichita, Kansas. This is not where I pictured myself, much less pictured enjoying myself, and yet strangely, here I am. If I would have told 2013-era Colin that this is where I'd be four years down the line, I would have laughed at the clearly insane future version of me, but asked him for stock tips regardless. You just listened to the post titled, Mastery is a Double-Edged Sword and Costs of Living, both by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. And that's all I've got. Let's keep this ending super minimal for Minimalist Monday. Have a great start to your week and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.